in New York. It's number one. Let's go, 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 go. This is Chris T for Air Check on WFMU. Let's go, go, go with the lost WABC tapes. It's the late 80s. I'm working as a shipping manager for an audio company in Little Ferry, New Jersey, and I see the owner, a former WABC engineer, putting several unmarked reels of quarter-inch tape in the garbage. I rescue the tape, take it back to WFMU, and listen fascinated as vintage go-go era WABC audio flies by, including Pam's imaging elements. Pam's is the name of the Jingle House in Texas, High Gardener reading the news from August of 1967, and classic Stan Freeberg material, including the Who Listens to Radio campaign with music by Quincy Jones and vocals by Sarah Vaughn. Listen as it all comes crackling out of your speaker in gorgeous monaural sound, and please remember these are not air check tapes in that they weren't recorded over the air. These are full fidelity recordings done through the mixing console at WABC, and they've never been heard in this form. All right, let's go, go, go with the lost WABC tapes. Go, go, go. Radio on Go, Go. 77 WABC. Listening to the Go Go Sound of All American Radio, WABC, with music, fun, and entertainment. This is the pace of a modern America, a working America, a fun loving America, and the combination is complete. You, the music, and the All American Go Go teams on 77 WABC. American pilots flew in close to Hanoi today and knocked out a mile-long bridge. The target was less than two miles from the center of the North Vietnamese capital. That bridge over the Red River carries rail and road traffic to Haiphong and to Red China. No American reports of plane losses, but a Hanoi news report claims three American planes were brought down. Dr. Martin Luther King is calling today for a nationwide referendum on the war in Vietnam. Dr. King hopes to see anti-war petitions on the ballots in all state and local elections this coming fall and spring. A final assessment today of the rioting damage in Detroit. The General Adjustment Bureau, representing some 300 insurance companies, says 538 business places were totally destroyed, 549 more seriously damaged. 131 drug and liquor stores a total wreck, 83 grocery stores totally destroyed, 57 laundry and cleaning stores totally destroyed. Total insurance losses run to about $85 million in Detroit. General Eisenhower much improved in getting some solid food now. No word yet on when General Eisenhower will be released from Walter Reed Army Hospital in Washington. The United Auto Workers Union says a strike vote has now been authorized at Chrysler plants. Strike votes already are announced for General Motors and Ford divisions later this month. A dog's life in London, that story in just 60 seconds. What's that bottled revelation? Bigger than king size. It's the new soft drink sensation. Bigger than king size. With a kiss of lemon and a kiss of lime. Bubble up anytime. 
In London, a woman has left her entire estate of nearly $17,000 for the care of two of her four dogs. That sounds like a dog's life isn't half bad. But the second paragraph of the will left instructions for the two older dogs to be destroyed. All four dogs are now acting just like puppies. That's the news. Don Gardner, ABC, New York. The weather is in WABC. Here's the WABC weather report. Mostly sunny and pleasant today with a high in the mid to upper 70s. Fair and pleasant tonight with the low near 60. Mostly sunny tomorrow at the high 75 to 80. Right now in New York, 77 degrees under partly cloudy skies. Music and big Dan Ingram next on the home of the All-Americans, WABC New York. More music on 77 WABC. Big Dan back again with music for you. W-A-B-C's Dan Ingram. Go, go, go! Hey, look who just came in, the Heen. Hello, Heen. Yeah? Aw. Aw. Oh, that's a good little Heen. Oh, yeah? Aw. Poor little Heen. A truck ran over one of his tentacles. Go, 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 go! Oh, that's a good heen. Yeah? Yeah? Oh? Oh, good. Well, you go to sleep. I'll press your sleep button. Thank you. Night, night, heen. Hi, Akiva Savvy. This is Soul Finger, number 11, Barcade. It's Acme College's first annual spontaneous student strike. Make your plans now for Acne College's first annual spontaneous student strike. Starts next Wednesday, 10 a.m. sharp, main quad, library steps. Thrilling issues, academic freedom, sexually mixed dormitories, and end to colonial exploitation of the Antarctic by Great Britain. Hear top-rated speakers direct from UCLA. See the dean hung in effigy from the clock tower. Entertainment by Peter, Paul, and Barry. Singing first and exclusive, our own academic freedom song, Acne Erupts. Don't shave for the rest of the week. Remember, it's next Wednesday, 10 a.m. sharp, for the spontaneous student strike. The address again, main quad, library steps. Go, 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 go. Uh, the way I understand it, uh, this person came into your home and stole all of your radios. Every and... radio I had to my name. Mm-hmm. Including transistors? Yes. Well, he left me one earplug. I'll say that for him. Mm-hmm. Well, did he take anything else? Just uh... the radios and a couple of pieces of fruit. I see. Well, what... A uh... banana and two Kadota figs. Mm-hmm. I well... don't deny him the fruit. No. Are you and your husband going to replace the radios? Well, and... we'll have to. Arthur is late for work because he has no radio to keep reminding him of the time and traffic conditions. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to keep me company while I work around the house. I can imagine. We have a ten-room house. We had a radio in every room. Uh, then he stole all ten radios. Eleven. Eleven. He also stole the car. Who listens to radio? Only 150 million people. That's all. Green. 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 Traffic condition. Yellow. 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 Red. 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 Let's go, Edgar! 
77 Super Hot ABC It's with the beat Swingin' or sweet 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 Wherever you go Ask for radio Radio Yes Radio When you're on the go And traveling Ask your host for a radio You want to know traffic time and news Talk and entertaining music When you're staying in a strange hotel When you're far away from home And you feel so all alone Just ask the man for a radio You want to know traffic time and news Talk and entertaining music When you're staying in a strange hotel And when you're far away from home And you feel so alone At a hotel Motel I want a radio. Why wash those dishes? Don't scrub that pan. Just pick up the phone and call the man. Ooh, what flavor? You'll love every bite. Don't cook tonight. Call Chicken Delight. Call Chicken Delight. Ahoy, all skippers! Ahoy, all skippers! Now hear this American Radio Offshore reports. Boy, oh boy, I'm really looking forward to this Halloween. And why is that? Because this is the first year I've had a chance to go trick-or-treating for those Mars Junior bars. A trick-or-treating? Teeny-weeny Mars candy bars. Milky Ways, Three Musketeers, Snickers, and Forever Yourses. They come about 30 of them in a polyethylene bag. Uh, in other words, you I got are... my costume, I got my mask, I got my shopping bag. I've never been so excited in all my life. How old are you? Forty-two and a half. Who's got him? We've got him. How did it happen again? Well, I was driving down the freeway on my way to work watching this old Betty Grable movie. Watching and, uh, an old Betty Grable movie? Yeah, on a little portable TV. I had it sitting up there in the dashboard. I know, but you All of a sudden, this commercial comes on. The guy in a white coat says, Now watch this amazing demonstration. And? I watched. Next thing I knew... How? Look, you can't watch television commercials while you commute. I found that out. You can't yeah. read a newspaper. No. The only thing you could do while you're driving is listen to the radio. Yeah, well, that's all I intend to do, boy. Just as soon as I get out of traction. Who listens to radio? Only 150 million people. W-A-B-C, serving New York and America with music in tempo with today. You latch on to Radio 77, W-A-B-C, the swinger in New York town, the only station with young ideas for New York. Now, 
brought gloriously to the screen. A radio. To the radio. Tom Sweet and his electric Milky Way machine. You'll hear love as it's never been presented before. I love the way my Milky Way machine makes a bar that tastes just like a malted milk wrapped in chocolate. Said Tom candidly. You'll hear adventure, caramel, nougat. Don't miss a single delicious episode of Tom Sweet and his electric Milky Way machine. Now playing on this station. Hello, someone has stolen my electric Milky Way machine. Intrigue. I wonder who could have stolen my Milky Way machine. Tragedy. Too bad about someone stealing my Milky Way machine, eh? Said Tom, holding no bars. Listen for the strange story of a boy and his devotion to a candy bar that tastes like a malted milk wrapped in chocolate, melting its way into your heart. Don't miss Tom Sweet and his electric Milky Way machine, now playing on this station. Never before a story of such tenderness. My thumb is very tender where I dropped my electric Milky Way machine on it. Such sweetness. Twelve Milky Ways in one afternoon. I think you've had enough, Tom. Such emotion. I have something to tell you, Carolyn, and I shan't hold it back any longer. Yes, Tom? Did you know that only a Milky Way tastes like a malted milk wrapped in chocolate? Never before candid dialogue like this. Don't miss Tom Sweet and his electric Milky Way machine. Now playing on this station. Never before a story like this, every moment packed with desire. What I desire is a great big Milky Way bar. Realism. Probably all sold out. I'll be lucky to find a regular-sized bar. Sacrifice. I better settle for a junior Milky Way. The story they had to handle with kid gloves to keep it in good taste. A Milky Way has a good taste, like a malted milk wrapped in chocolate. Crackling out of your speaker in glorious monaural sound, hear Tom Sweet and his electric Milky Way machine, now playing on this station. 77 makes the week go fast, makes the weekend last and last, WABC. Bars, junior bars, are those no teeny-weeny bars made for tricking or treating or simply just for eating their Snickers, three musketeers, forever yours, Milky Ways too. You'll find them stacked on your grocery shelf. Hand them out to kid or eat them up yourself if you're looking. I'll have you a big Halloween. Mars Junior Bars are for you. Mars Junior Bars are those new teeny weeny bars made for tricking or treating or simply just for eating their stickers. Three Musketeers, forever yours. Milky Ways too. You'll find them stacked on your grocery shelf. The best candy on earth comes from Mars. Hey, mister, huh? don't talk with your mouth full. Oh, <laughs> oh, 
it's time for my favorite radio announcer. Air Lady, <laughs> are you bored with the same old steak and spaghetti and chicken for dinner? Yes, Well, yes. Park Sausage Company in Baltimore, Maryland can tell you how to make splendid new main dishes. I'll write to them. But you mustn't cheat. <gasps> you mustn't buy ordinary sausage just because it costs 10 cents less. Only Parks has the flavor and quality to make a heroic dinner. I won't cheat. And now, don't touch that dial, because I'm going to sing for you. Yes, yes. Bring home the sausage, be a hero. Yes, bring home the sausage, P-A-R-K-S. Sausage to win ya, sausage that's braver. Up from Virginia, Park's famous flavor. Bring home more Park sausages, Mom. Up from Virginia, well, you said to write to Baltimore. Uh, Park sausage is made from an old Virginia recipe of the Park's family. The plant is in Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, oh, he answered me. <laughs> Wherever you go, go, go with 77 W-A-B-C. Secret Agent 008, Irving Bond, strode toward intelligence headquarters of the Prince Noodle Company. His strong, lean, suntan fingers closed on a cool brass doorknob. It fit the palm of his hand nicely. He turned it and stepped onto a deep pile rug the color of a good Chianti wine. Not too aggressively red, just right. Ah, 008, what took you so long? Well, we had a lot of description to get through. The doorknob, the rug. What's up? Gold noodle. Again? What's he up to? A fiendish scheme to make people think his pale, bland noodles are just as good as Prince Golden Egg noodles. Keep an eye on him. Check? Check. But, Mr. Gold Noodle, is this how Prince gets their noodles gold? No. They put expensive eggs in them, but not me. <laughs> I'm going to paint my noodles with gold paint. Don't be too sure of that, Gold Noodle. Bond! Do you really think you're going to stop me from imitating Prince's golden egg noodles? We'll find that out in the next Noodle Pack chapter of Gold Noodle. Secret Agent 008 Irving Bond massaged the throbbing neck under the button-down collar of his pink Sea Island cotton shirt with the tapered body. Looming over him was the 300-pound frame of the notorious Gold Noodle. So, Bond. Yes? You think you can stop my little fly-by-night noodle company from imitating Prince Golden Egg Noodles? <laughs> Look! The wall rolled back to reveal a busy assembly line. Sinister workmen were spraying pale, bland noodles with gold paint. You can't get away with this gold noodle. People will know they're not Prince Egg noodles. Not till they get them home and taste them. Then it'll be too late. But people know to look for the bright blue Prince box with a basket of eggs on the front. People? <laughs> they're in too much of a hurry, sir. They rush into the store and grab the first noodle they come to. <gasps> Don't reach for your thin Beretta automatic pistol with the Mark One silencer concealed in your custom-fitted Spanish suede shoulder holster bond. Too late, Gold Noodle. He got away. What? He couldn't wait for you to finish describing his thin Beretta automatic pistol with a Mark One silencer. In New York, it's the one. 77 WABC. On the go-go. Secret Agent 008 Irving Bond, having escaped from the notorious Gold Noodle dined in an obscure Italian restaurant with a mysterious girl in a low-cut, macaroni-colored gown. 
You were saying, Miss, uh... Noodles galore. Oh, yes. We shouldn't meet like this, Bond. But even though I'm Gold Noodles' fiancé, I had to warn you and the Prince Macaroni Company that... All in due time, my dear. First, let's order dinner. Waiter, a bottle of wine, please. See. Si. And would you care for some noodles with your wine? Yes. May I see the noodle list, please? See. Si. Hmm. What would you recommend? Prince 65. A vintage egg noodle with a delicate golden color and superb flavor. Prince 65. A good year. Bring me the package. But, Bond, tomorrow Gold Noodle will flood the supermarkets with his cheap gold-painted noodles. Let him try to imitate Prince. He'll never... Your Prince egg noodle, senor. Ah, yes. Look at that. Is that a noodle? You satisfactory, senor? Yes, and I'll tell you something else. What's that? They're even better when they're cooked. Secret agent 008 Irving Bond skillfully tooled his $35,000 Aston Martin grocery cart through the supermarket on the trail of the sinister gold noodle. With him was a representative of the Prince Macaroni Company. Those little fly-by-night noodle companies must be desperate, Bond. Gold noodle is. See him putting his cheap gold-painted noodles on the shelf next to Prince? But it's the expensive eggs we use that give Prince egg noodles their golden color and delicious flavor. He doesn't care about flavor. He... Watch it. He spotted us. He's getting away. Hop into my custom-built grocery cart. This button releases a smoke screen out the back. <laughs> this button sprays olive oil behind us. But he's ahead of us. Hmm. We'll try this button. Well, what does that do? Oh. So, Bond, we meet again. Your noodle painting days are over, Gold Noodle. Quick thinking, Bond, ejecting me from the grocery cart and knocking down Gold Noodle at the checkout counter. We at Prince Macaroni have an expression for that. What is it? We call it using the old noodle. I was afraid that was it. Teams on 77 WABC. This is Chris T. for Air Check on WFMU, and I'm back with more from the lost WABC tapes. This next segment features original recordings of local area bands who appeared on The Big Break the Battle of the Bands contest that started in the fall of 1967. Cousin Brucey would play one song a night, and the audience would send in postcards saying who their favorites were. After 12 weeks, 10 finalists were brought to a playoff concert in the Grand Ballroom of the New York Hilton, where one of the judges was Sid Bernstein, and the featured band was the Blues Magoos. Three recording contracts were to be awarded to the top three groups. Two of the winning bands were the Dirty Birdies Jug Band from Belleville, New Jersey, and the United Popcorn Federation Band from Brooklyn, New York. I have no idea who the third winning band was, but rest assured, it was none of the following. Hi, I'm Lori. And I'm Sue. We come from Hoboken, and we'd like to do one of our originals. The title is Children. Children, tell me, why do you play games and run and sing so merrily? Can't you hear the fighting? Can't you see? 
That the world is tumbling in on you and me How can you keep laughing gaily While the great blue sky is crashing down to meet the sea Can't you sense the hardships I've been shown Can't you see you won't be carefree when you're grown Carefree children be have your fun while you can You may be a perfect child But you may not be as good a man Maybe we should all be children playing games Instead of making war so needlessly Maybe if we'd laugh instead of cry all the troubles in the world would soon pass by But this is just a dream for childhood rushes by so swiftly and it terminates so soon Keep smiling little children run and play For sorrow is a few short years away Carefree children be content have your fun while you can You may be a perfect child But you may not be as good a man You may be a perfect child But you may not be as good a man Hello everybody, we're the Chippewas from Brooklyn And we'd like to do Bangor
Hi, we're the Penguins. We come from Park Slope, Brooklyn. First song will be We Gotta Get Out of This Place. Part of the city where the sun refuses to shine. People tell me there ain't no use in trying for me and you. Girl, you're so young and pretty. And one thing I know is true. Gonna die before your time is true. See, my daddy. listening to the Lost WABC tapes on Air Check. Now here's another band from 1967's Big Break Contest. Hi there, we're the Double Image from Richmond Hill, Queens. We'd like to do one of our originals for you now, written by our rhythm guitarist Nick. It's called With These Eyes.
Hi, what are the evasions from Stony Point, New York? We're gonna do a song recorded by the music machine. This one's called The People and Me. With the royal citations from Essex County, New Jersey, we would like to do Light My Fire. Hesitate is through No time to wallow in the 
Listening to the Lost WABC tapes on Air Check, here's another band from 1967's The Big Break Contest. Hi, we're the executioners from New York City. We're going to play one of our originals' name, Looking Down the Street. Buenas, nosotros somos los executioners de Nueva York. Le vamos a tocar un número se llama Looking Down the Street.
You're listening to the Lost WABC Tapes on Air Check. Now, the last band from 1967's The Big Break Contest. We're December's children from Seaford, Long Island. And we're going to do I Can't Help Myself. One, two, three, four! This is Chris T. for Air Check. Listen as one radio franchise dies and another comes to life. October 7, 1988, WNBCAM became WFANAM on the air. Don't adjust your dial. That dead air you hear is exactly as listeners heard the switch. 
WNBC. Alan, I'm sitting here in my NBC t-shirt on my Oriental rug that I want on your show. And I wanted to say I love you and goodbye. Well, because you are a winner of WNBC. Uh, w, you didn't win WNBC. <laughs> no one did. No one cared. But uh, you're going to be our last call. You are our last phone call on WNBC. Yeah. What's her name? What is your name? Get her name. What is your name? Pardon me? My name is Caroline. Caroline who? And I won uh, tickets to Caroline's also. Okay. Thank you, Caroline. Bye. Thank you. Let me just uh, say a few final words, and we're all going to count down to the end of NBC. WNBC Radio, that is. You know, when I first broadcast on this station, it was a realization of a lifelong dream. But I never imagined uh, during my first moments on WNBC that the last seconds I would have on the station would be the last seconds anybody would have. It's a historic moment that belongs not just to me, but also to every broadcaster who ever graced the microphones, every worker at WNBC who made this station great, and to each listener who's supported us through the years. I'm Alan Combs. Thank you. God bless you. And for the last time, this is 66 WNBC New York. Let's do the countdown. Ten. Nine. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two, one. You heard the countdown. It's over. Oh. 66, WFAN, New York. Sports Radio 66, WFAN, New York. And there came to pass a great change on the landscape. And the numbers 1050 shone, then faded into time. And there grew in their place the numbers 660. Emmas saw and said, it is good. Then there also grew at 660 the letters WFAN. Emmas saw and said, it is good. A courier appeared, Jeff by name, and beckoned Imus to Emmas. And Emmas saw and saith, We'll cross our fingers. And the courier brought forth a candle to illuminate the way and proffered it to Imus. Imus saw and said, No, you idiot, I said a Bud Light. I don't care if it rains or freezes, long as I got my plastic Jesus sign on the dashboard of my car. It's Dr. Billy Saul Harkis, late of WNBC, joining you here this evening to announce the conversion has taken place. I'm a Jew. That's right. The right Rabbi Saul Harkis. Ain't no moss growing under these feet. The minute I heard the name of this outfit we'd be working for was Emmas, the Hebrew word for truth, I said, throw me one of them Yamahas, pass me a lineup sheet and call me Izzy. This frequency juggling's made me dizzy. <laughs> Praise the wee one spinning in his cradle with his eyes bugging out saying, I'll air condition the first mother who calls up wanting to know what about the ranger's left wing? Praise God. <laughs> yes, dearly beloved, the finest broadcast company the world has ever known now controls our destiny. And so shalom, Oeve. I now bestow my blessing on this new enterprise. 
because 17 years we worked for those other monsters slaving and and what do we have to show for it? Schneebutkus. <laughs> and so we go from the home of the hits to the home of the hits runs and airs. It sucks. But what are you going to do? What any sports fan or sports figure is going to do? Scratch your ass and pick your crotch. This all sports formats are damn deaf watch. But we're trading in our cross from the big boss man for one of them stars of Jerusalem. Emerson's Hebrew, so we're moving out of Dixie. This was once 1050, uh, but for you, 660. Say hallelujah, say amen. Our final segment tonight brings you a bit of arcane radio history from February 14, 1941. The Yankee Network, a collection of New England FM stations in conjunction with the world's first FM station, W2XMN at Alpine, New Jersey, conducted initial tests to determine the feasibility of an all-FM network. Traditional radio networks relied on telephone lines to link one station in the chain to another. What Major Edwin Howard Armstrong, the inventor of frequency modulation, was attempting to do with the Yankee network was bypass the phone company altogether, something we can all get behind, by using FM to transmit to the next adjacent station in the chain, which would then broadcast to its intended listening audience. It was, like all of Major Armstrong's ideas, revolutionary. On this transcription recording, you'll hear the voices of Major Armstrong and his fellow engineers as they marvel over the sound quality they've achieved and kibitz about the cold New England winters. At one point, someone's wife is brought in to complain about the dirty dish towels. Less than a year after these tests took place, Major Armstrong would apply what he learned with the Yankee Network on the field of battle during the Second World War. After the war, he'd lose his life's savings defending FM from the onslaught represented by David Sarnoff of RCA and the United States government. In 1954, he walked out of his New York City apartment window to his death. It was many years after before his widow finally won all the lawsuits concerning the legitimacy of his patents. Here, from February 14, 1941, is Major Edwin Howard Armstrong. You know, uh, changing the subject... Uh Lafayette, it's just as hardly possible to believe that uh, you're on Mount Washington. Uh, as a matter of fact, you're right here in the room with us. Well, you sound the same way up here too, Major. Uh, well, I would think, really, that you were right here with us, and well, even we're that long distance apart. Well, of course, uh, I'm. Uh, my voice is handicapped by going over the landline to Boston. Yeah. But you uh, come... Your voice comes the whole way by radio relay. Oh, it does, huh? Yes, and uh, every inflection of it is uh, right here with us. Yeah, yeah, well, that's very good, then. Hello, Mount uh, Washington. Hello, uh, Paul. Hello, Lafayette. Good evening, Paul. Well, uh, how are the diesels? Are they purring along like kittens? Oh, gee, them two diesels are sweetheart. Well, that's fine. And those are my two children, you know. <laughs> I got to keep them going uh, in very good shape. Yes. We have no trouble whatsoever so far but, uh, with the diesel. Uh, 
uh, long you change the oil, I've been changing the oil regular in them and checking them every two days. Fine. And every day, of course, I always look them over. Yeah. To see everything's all right. I always do that after midnight. Well, uh, Tellington came down with some very good uh, pictures, so uh, I had my first opportunity to see the installation in that manner. Oh, you did, huh? Looks all right. Looks fine. Yeah. Uh, Lafayette, uh, I think uh, some of us are interested in uh, sort of what you might call the domestic uh, problems, the little problems of uh, living up there. So I'm going to put Mrs. DeMars on the line, and she can uh, ask you about... Yeah? All right. Lafayette. Good evening, Mrs. Lamar. I don't think I've ever really met you, have I? Uh, yes, we have met at Paxton. Oh, up at Paxton. Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah. Well, Paul wants me to ask you. I suppose he means he wants to know how about the dish towels. Last time we were up there, Mrs. Armstrong and one of the other ladies and I had to do a little bit of washing. Well, you know, we've done that uh, this week. We had dish towel week. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's right. Uh, oh, we had a, quite a bunch here. Oh, there's probably ten of them, I guess. So yes. We uh, took a forenoon off and washed this towel. Well, that's fine. Well, then we won't be afraid to go up again. No, they're all washed nice and clean now, ready for use. <laughs> all right, then I expect we'll be up in the early summer. And oh. I suppose that will be just the next wash day. <laughs> just about right. <laughs> well, I'll let Paul talk to you now because I know it's yeah. time to hang up soon. Yes, sir, So Paul. Uh, give my regards to the uh, boys, uh, Lafayette, and I'll ask the major to come in uh, for a few last words. All right. I'll say good night, Paul. Good night, uh, Lafayette. Well, Paul, uh, I'll say good night, too. And I just want to thank the boys on Mount Washington, Mac at Paxton, John Denny at Meriden, and the boys at Alpine. And to say that the next time that we do this, I think uh, we can have added in a few added innovations, uh, which I'd like to talk over with you, Paul, out uh, at Columbus. All right, uh, then it's a date. When we get back, uh, we'll do it again, and uh, with the uh, innovations that I mentioned. So, good night, everybody. Good night from Boston. Good night, Major. This is Mount Washington. And good night from Paxton. This is W1XOJ Boston, the frequency-modulated high-frequency broadcast station owned and operated by the Yankee Network with transmitting facilities at Paxton, Massachusetts. This concludes the broadcasting activities of W1XOJ for today. We will return to the air at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Good night. It's our feeling here in Jersey City that... W-F-M. You. This is filled with dynamite, and we don't want the dynamite to go off in Jersey City. After uh, uh, we uh, uh, heard about... W-F-M-U. I asked our Commissioner of Public Safety, uh, Lawrence Whipple, to look into the matter, and he did make a survey of the situation. My department made a very thorough investigation of these so-called programs. We had telephone conversations and correspondence with various municipalities. 
Included among these being Orange, New Jersey, Asbury Park, and the city of Hoboken. And we find that these programs are not for the good of the community, and that's why I ordered them there.